welcome back to the Shout Louder podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Williams, and today I'm going to be recording another of our punk rock radio podcasts. So this is going to be a mix of me talking shit to myself in my bedroom and lots of brand new punk rock. All the new releases, everything I'm excited by, I'm going to try and squeeze in to an hour of hot new music just for you. To kick things off, I'm going to play one of my favourite tracks from one of my favourite bands from one of my favourite releases of the year. I'm absolutely obsessed with this album. This is Callie Massey with Still Life off of their album Laughs. Joy. So will you please? 
That was five and a half minutes of pure joy from Callie Massey. That was still life. I am completely obsessed with that album. And that track in particular, I just love the way that it builds up this narrative over that long stretch and how the song develops and grows. I love it when brands put that much real kind of thought and effort and energy into a track. And honestly, it's just getting me so excited. Still Life was one of those songs that, you know, I got in the car earlier in the year and listened to that one track again and again and again and again. And after a bit of a break, uh, it's just really nice to be feeling obsessive about something again and to get really excited about new releases that are coming out. I feel like the kind of pandemic and the lockdown has almost acted like this slingshot right now. I feel like there's a lot of new music that got delayed. Um, you know, bands that were ready to release their tracks, but they held off it and they held off it. And it's building up with the tension in that elastic band that's holding the slingshot back. And now we're just getting to that point where everything's starting to launch. All these new albums are coming out. People are getting stoked again. We've got album release tours. It's a really exciting time. And yeah, I'm just uh, happy to still be here. Happy to still be a part of it and all that kind of thing. I'm going to play another new track that I've been really, really enjoying recently. This is Maisonette. They are a brand new three-piece from Brighton, um, including past members of Fast Fade. They've released an EP called Panic Earth out on Init Records. And Mark Bartlett from Init Records, he, <laughs> he sent me an email and, you know, it went into the Shout Louder inbox where there's all these things to review and stuff like that. And I looked at it and it said... Uh, it, you know, it was a regular press release with the attachment and stuff. And I, I sort of thought, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll give it a listen. But then I noticed the subject line. He'd said, hello, please ignore all of the generic stuff from this. I don't care if you review it, Sarah. I just wanted to send it to you because I think you'll really like it. And do you know what? Mark Bartlett knows me really well. I fucking love this. This is Lifeboat by Maisonette. Just flip up the sight, pull back the bolt and fire. Becoming a routine To hold on desperately To traditions I don't understand Cause it's all one or other Our home is nothing but a house A house, a house Six. 
cruise control there with Taxman. And before that, that was Maisonette with Lifeboat. Bruise Control are a brand new band from Manchester. I've been getting particularly excited about them because um, my best mate Josh has joined the band. But I don't just like them because my best mate is in the band, I swear. Um, (laughs) They are just this really, really new, exciting garage punk outfit. It's obviously a group of people looking to have quite a lot of fun. It's got the famous Jim Bob Taylor doing vocals. It's the first time that he's been in a band and... For any of you who know Jim Bob Taylor as a photographer or any of you who know him personally, you will know that that man was like born to front a band. Like he's really destined for it. They've only played one live show so far and I didn't manage to get to it. So I'm stoked to see them in September or later this month. Um, And they're actually, they're pretty active. They're popping up all over the place in the next couple of months. So if you get the opportunity to, please do and go check out Bruise Control, especially if you're into garage punk with that little indie twang to it. I really feel like they're going to do quite well over the next year or so. Uh, So I mentioned that Josh is in that band. Josh, for those of you who don't know me personally, uh, he goes by Cold Front Photography. He does a lot of the photography for Shout Louder. And as well as being in Bruise Control, he's also the bass player in Fair Do's. If you are a regular Shout Louder listener, I have no doubt that you know who Fair Do's are because I bang on about them all the fucking time. I love them. And they are releasing new music as well. Everyone's releasing new tunes. This is Fair Do's' brand new single, Casket. When he calls for us, what can we do? that we know and love doesn't exist anymore. 
massive demographic changes have been foisted upon the American people. And they're changes that none of us ever voted for and most of us don't like. Can you tell that I'm getting excited by all of this new, like, heavy as hell music? That was White Jesus by La Armada. They've got a new, I think they've got three new singles out so far, and all of them are absolutely belting. Like, this kind of raw, violent, hardcore stuff is so good. And um, before that, that was Fair Do's with Casket. Fair Do's are keeping under wraps a little bit what they're up to. Um, they haven't completely announced some things, but I'm pretty sure they've got some more new music coming out. Both Fair Do's and La Armada are releasing through Lockjaw Records. Obviously one of my... Oh, I've got a little soft spot for Lockjaw, what can I say? Um, but yeah, La Armada are a bit different. They were formed in the Do uh, Dominican Republic in 2001, and they dominated the Caribbean scene for quite a long time. And then they relocated to Chicago in 2008, and now they're kind of starting to take over Europe as well. I'm fairly sure I first saw them at Punk Rock Holiday in like... I don't know, like 2017, something like that. And they were on one of the days where there was this huge hardcore bill on the main stage. And since that, I've seen them pop up in a few places. Everything they do is very, very, very heavily political, really antagonistic, really angry, and really, really, really good. I love them. And yeah, honestly, I just can't wait to hear more from their new releases at the moment. Um, I'm going to go for a complete change of style, change of tune, although I've been enjoying all this kind of heavy stuff. We're going to go and take a little look over at Northern Ireland. This is Cherum with Kisses on My Cards.
And that is Shackleford with 3AM. That's from their new inventively named album, Shackleford 3. Uh, their, their third release, but their first full-length album, which is due out on the 1st of October on Side Mission Records. Those guys are from out near sort of Birmingham Way, and it's proper melodic punk rock. They've got a couple of... They're a good band, like really, really good band, but they've got a couple of songs. I'm looking at dopamine here. They've got a couple of songs which really cut through as those proper, catchy, memorable really really like big on hooks and melodies and all that kind of thing you know think alkaline trio no use for a name sort of vibes and yeah it's they're one of those bands that i can feel like they're going to blossom and grow into something even more and something like really beautiful i think they're going to be a band that i'm still listening to in 10 years you know that's that's a compliment by the way (laughs) there's a lot of shit that i forget i got to see them at an actual gig this weekend um it was the second gig that I've been to since the lockdown and the first like proper gig 
So it was an all dayer at the bank top in Oldham and I did not know what to do with myself. Like I was watching Shackleford play and I was really enjoying it. And then I realized that I knew some of the words and then I started singing along and then I was a bit like, I feel like I've forgotten how to do this. Like what's the etiquette? What's polite? What, what am I doing? And then I was like, I don't know. When I sing along, I tend to just like mouth the words. I don't really sing because, you know, no one wants to hear the sound of my voice. Well, unless you're listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I felt a bit like I was, it was almost like they were a tester band. I was trying to remember what to do and how to conduct myself. I was holding a pint glass and I, I, and at the end of the song, I had to figure out how to clap. Like, am I, do I clap like against my chest? Do I do it against my arm? How do I clap with a pint glass in one hand? That, that confused the life out of me. You know what though? That was a few days ago and I'm still fucking knackered. My brain, my body, none of me is prepared for fully going to shows yet, I don't think. I mean, it's almost like I need to train myself. Like I need to do some sort of, you know, like in the gym, you know, you sort of work your way up to being able to do everything. Maybe I need to like socially train myself, like come out, watch one band and then watch two bands and then go back and smash it with an all day. It'll be fine. Anyway, one of the bands that I enjoyed the most of this gig and that really floored me was Burning Flag. Uh, and I'm going to play a track by them in just a sec. But Burning Flag have been going for a long time. And I always think of them as being like particularly hardcore punk. But recently, Holly Searle from Kiss Me Killer from Hell Hath No Fury Records, she's joined them on vocals. And honestly, the combination of the two, her, having her as the vocalist to that band, it works so well. Like on stage, she just came across this really, really strong female presence. And it was just, honestly, it was inspiring. And I was really proud of her. I'm going to play a track from their new album, Matador. This is Man Up by Burning Flag. Smile to make it feel when it's time to break the deal. 
Well, wasn't that a blast from the past? That was I Can Climb Mountains by Hell Is For Heroes. That was a really inspiring album for me when I was younger, The Neon Handshake. I remember that was probably my first introduction to like post-hardcore and realising that I liked that kind of rock sort of thing, that kind of alt-rock. Um, I had a poster of them on my wall. I listened to the album on repeat in my bedroom as a teenager, all those kinds of things. And as happy as I am to be, well, the reason I've been reminded of them is because there's been this tour announcement that Hell is for Heroes are doing a reunion tour with um, 100 Reasons. Both two amazing bands from that era. Are we talking like 2001, 2003? I don't even know. Those bands were really, really influential on us. And fuck, I want to go to that gig. But I've got to tell you, there's another part of me that's a bit annoyed. I mean, sure, the gig isn't till January. and the, Well, the tour isn't till January. But do you really think that right now, in the wake of the pandemic, when we've got all this exciting new stuff happening, is it really, really the time to be pulling out a reunion tour like that? I'm not sure. I mean, again, <laughs> this isn't a criticism because I, I want to go to that gig, but I do think that we ought to be giving the stages and the platforms and not booking clashes and things like that to give new bands that are releasing new music they ought to be given the priority here, you know? And if I'm going to go to one gig a week or whatever, should it be Hell is for Heroes or should it be like something brand new? Yeah, it's interesting to consider either way. There's just so much hot new music coming out at the moment. I think perhaps I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet at the moment anyway, but that's more to do with vinyl production right now. I'm sure a lot of you will have heard that there's a delay in terms of getting vinyl, as in records, pressed, particularly for all of these kind of DIY record labels, the small record labels, you know, ones that order 300 presses per release or something like that. A lot of them, their orders are getting pushed back by months and months and months and months. So that all of these releases are getting delayed and are getting late. And the reason for that is because a lot of the major labels are doing all of these represses of classic albums. The vinyl industry was sustained by DIY labels over the last few years, and maybe not punk, but more like dance music and things like that, you know, and drum and bass. People who were DJing on vinyl or using dub plates and things like that. That has kept the industry sustained. But now that the majors have picked up on this vinyl boom and they're starting to manufacture all of these represses and do these massive thousand copy releases, the record pressing companies just don't have the capacity to do that and all these little 300 pressing orders, you know? So I just don't know. I think in general, culturally, we need to be prioritising new music rather than rehashing all this nostalgia bullshit. In terms of new music, here's a new track for you. This is Grand Collapse with Empty Plinths.
I think that Grand Collapse track has just about gotten across my anger at all things. I've been really listening to a lot of heavier music recently, and I don't know if that is a reaction to the state of the world in general, or if it's maybe... I am feeling nostalgic, you know, and I feel like I'm getting this resurgence of this old anger and energy that I used to have as a teenager, and it's all coming back to me, and it's bringing some music with it. I also think there was a real value in nostalgia listening at the first part of the pandemic, you know, that first three-month lockdown that we had here in the UK. A lot of us wanted something comforting, and I don't know about you guys, but I definitely listened to too much Limbiscuit. But anyway, there's a lot of new stuff happening at the moment, and I am really excited that there's this sort of energy in the punk scene that seems to be building and progressing. Personally, I am going to bring Shout Louder back. That's the thing. It never really went away, but it definitely... I've not been as busy in terms of things for Shout Louder for probably about a year and a half at least. And nowadays, I'm writing more. I'm going to be recording more podcasts as well. I'm just feeling very enthusiastic about punk rock right now. And yeah, I think now is the time. But something that would be really helpful is if all of you guys, those of you who are listening, could give me a little bit of a hand as well. I could do with getting recommendations, like is there anything that you're listening to that really excites you? Are you yourself releasing an album or anything like that? Then let me know about it. I want to hear. I want to hear about all of this new stuff that's come out. What have I missed over the last couple of months, you know? I've got a stack of recommendations to go through, but I would particularly like to do some podcasts and interviews and reviews and all that kind of thing, particularly with bands that have women, people of colour, queer, non-binary individuals, anyone who's from a more traditionally marginalised group. I want to give people that platform and get them involved with more things at Shout Louder in particular. So... If you've got any recommendations or if you're in a band yourself, do get in touch with us. You can find a contact form and all of that kind of stuff over at shout-louder.com. So we are also, I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently in general. I fucking hate Facebook. I hate social media. I hate Instagram. I hate relying on likes and follows and all that kind of shit. I'm in this because I like punk rock and I'm in this because I like writing and I just really, really enjoy connecting with people in that way. You know, I'm not here because I want to get a social media following. So what I'm going to start doing instead of social media is I'm going to be doing a fairly regular newsletter. It's not going to be too regular because, you know, I'm too lazy to spam any of you, but I'm going to do a fairly regular newsletter with a digest of some new releases that I'm excited about, any new podcasts, any new articles that I've done. Again, you can sign up to the mailing list over at shout-louder.com. Signing up to that and checking it out, opening it when it's in your inbox would really, really help me. And yeah, it just helps us to keep Shout Louder going. Thank you all so much for listening. Although I've just gone on a big ramble about how wonderful new music is and how we should all be listening to all this brand new stuff and it's great, I'm going to dive right into the dark and murky pool of nostalgia right now. And I'm going to leave you with one of the tracks that influenced me so heavily when I was younger, but that I forgot existed until recently when I found the CD buried in the back of my car. You guys are the best. I will see you down the front. And in the meantime, this is Alexis on Fire with 44 Calibre Love Letter.
Love letter straight from my heart. Living in revolution. Let's have fun. Let's have Let's go! 